Hitting you right between the ears with a message of hope, love, and good news. This is Life Spring number 115. How are you? I've got a special hello right now to RP1 Jordan, serving in Djibouti, Africa. RP1, it's great to know you're there, serving well and keeping an eye on the good chaplain. God bless you. So how you doing? <laughs> Where have I been? Well, if you don't know, then you haven't been listening to the LifeSpring Advent Calendar podcast, have you? <laughs> I have been a podcasting fiend. Well, let's see. I just did uh, a little while ago. I put up day number 13. So that's 13 days in a row there. Plus, I've done uh, a couple of other little projects. But yes, you're right. We missed last week with the LifeSpring Show. Number 115 here is a week late, and for that, I apologize, but uh, (laughs) I'm only human. (laughs) Oh, it's great to be here, though. Oh, I love this music. I love the fact that I can stand here and, and talk to you about things that are on my mind and things that we decided that we were going to do, talk about. There's a little bit more freedom here because, uh, you know, the, the time frame is, is sort of open. Not so structured. A little bit more informal. But not so informal that I want to waste your time. So we are going to get right into the show now. I'll talk about a few of the little things that have happened in my life in the last couple of weeks at the end of the show. But right now, because it's a kind of a precedent that we started a few weeks ago. I want to get right to it. All right? So we're going to fade this music down here, and we're going to bring up the opening song.
That's the Joel Lightman Band with Step It Up, in case you couldn't guess. All right, before we get going, let me say just a couple of words about GoDaddy.com. I said the other day on the music show that a great Christmas gift is a domain name. Go out and buy a great domain name for somebody you care about, somebody that's on your Christmas gift. Makes a great stocking stuffer. Uh, You know, (laughs) I just thought of this. You know, if if you have somebody in your life that, uh, well, you know, just uh, you have a a hard time getting along with, get them a special (laughs) domain name for that. And I don't know, um, what what could you say? You're an obnoxious workmate.com. (laughs) <laughs> Something like that. Oh no, that's mean. Domain names are a great, great gift though. No, no doubt. No, no kidding. Get yourself a .com domain name over at GoDaddy.com, and when you check out, use this special LifeSpring discount code of LS3, and you'll get that domain name for just six ninety five a year. That's a good deal. You can say a lot of things about GoDaddy. One of the first things I say is you get great deals on domain names when you use the LifeSpring discount code. So (laughs) when you give a gift, think about LifeSpring and use the discount code when you buy that gift. All right. Okay. here we go. Let's let's get started. Today, we're going to continue the mini series on cults. We started laying a foundation back in show number 107. So if you're just now joining us, I'd like to encourage you to go back and listen to that show to get some background. Today I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Unification Church, or as the followers of this cult are sometimes called, the Moonies. Now, as a reminder, this series was begun as a response to some questions by several different listeners wanting to know about this particular cult or that particular cult. And I've spent a fair amount of time over the years studying other cults and other religions, and I've caught and I've taught classes on the subject as well. So um, while I'm not like the world's greatest authority on these cults and other religions, um, I've done a fair amount of study, and I've got uh, quite a few books in my library here in the office that I can go to for reference. So um, I've got some background. Now, the purpose of the series is not to ridicule the followers of any of these groups. It's not to foster negative feelings of any kind towards them. Let's remember that the, that the Bible teaches us that Jesus came for the whole world. That means everyone. He loves even those who don't yet believe in him. One of the authors of the New Testament, a guy by the name of Paul, said that even when we were still in our sins, Christ died for us. He loves us, every one of us. So don't forget that. Remember also that I believe that the best way to identify falsehood is to know truth. And the very best way to recognize a cult or a false religion is to be well-versed in the Bible and what it teaches. Don't even worry so much about studying what other people believe until you know what you believe. Or until you know what the, the background is, um, what the foundations are of this, this relationship that you have with Jesus. Okay? Um, doctrine tends to be a, a, I don't know, a dirty word with some people. Well, doctrine is not a bad thing. It just means to know what you believe and why you believe it. 
And that's a good thing. Remember that Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. If you want to know truth, start with Jesus. He said he is the truth. And I believe that. If you want to know all the basis, like I said, go back to show number 107. Laid a pretty good foundation. 107, and I believe it, uh, the next one was 109. And yeah, I think 108, we, we skipped to something else really quick. Anyway, listen, in my day job, I've done business for many years with a fellow who is a member of the Unification Church. I'll call him Bob. That's not his real name, but that's what we'll call him for the purposes of this discussion. Bob is one of my best clients. He's friendly. He's loyal. He's generous. He's trusting. He sounds like a dog. No. <laughs> That's what people like about puppy dogs, right? No. But he is those things. And he's honest with me. Friendly, loyal, generous. He's trusting. He's honest. He sounds like a Boy Scout. Put it that way. Now, most of those attributes are not very common in my business. You see, I deal with car dealers. I'm not a car dealer myself. I do work for car dealers. And, you know, car dealers have a certain reputation and it's not entirely undeserved. I have to tell you that. Okay. So Bob is unusual in that he is not a typical car dealer. He's a good guy. I consider him a friend, as a matter of fact. So listen. As I'm talking about this belief system tonight. Keep in mind that truly my heart breaks for those that have been fooled into into believing and following the so-called Reverend Sun Myung Moon. So let's talk about the Unification Church. The founder is, as I said, the Reverend Sun Myung Moon. And it started in 1954. (laughs) <laughs> That's the year I was born. Moon was born in uh, 1920 in Korea. The headquarters of the Unification Church are in Korea. And they have somewhere in the neighborhood of 3 million believers or followers or adherents worldwide. So here are the origins. Moon was born to parents who were Confucianists until their conversion to Presbyterianism in 1930. And Moon claims that back in 1935, Jesus appeared to him on a mountain in Korea and told him to finish the work of establishing God's kingdom on earth. Did you hear that? Jesus told, according to Sun Myung Moon, Jesus told him, Moon, to finish the work of establishing God's kingdom on earth. Now, let me stop right there. When Jesus was hanging on the cross, one of the very last things he said was, it is finished. In other words, I have accomplished what I came to do. It is finished. So there's the first thing that separates Unificationism, Moonism, Mooniism, whatever you want to call it, from Christianity. So this was in 1935. 
By 1945, Moon had written down the precepts of his new system in the book Divine Principles. That's their book, Divine Principles. He went to North Korea to preach and was imprisoned in 1946. In April of 1948, he was again sentenced to a longer five-year sentence. In 1950, he was liberated from the prison by the Americans involved in the Korean War. On May 1st, 1954, in Seoul, he founded the Holy Spirit Association for the Unification of World Christianity. That was the name of the church. In 1958, he sent missionaries to Japan. And in 1959, to America. And he moved to the United States in 1971. He has been invited to the White House. And he's spoken to Congress. And we'll hear more more about that later as well. One of their practices that you may have even heard about is mass weddings. In August of 1992, in Seoul, he presided over a mass wedding of 30,000 couples. Now, they have reasons for these mass weddings, and it has to do with the establishment of uh, this world religion. They have a lot of off-the-wall practices. Here's some of their teachings. Sun Myung Moon claims to be the Messiah of the second coming. And that his wife is the Holy Spirit. He and his wife, which are called the true parents within the church, the true parents, where he is the true father and his wife, the true mother, are told are, are said to be the first couple to be able to bring forth children without original sin. He says that the cross is the symbol of the defeat of Christianity. There'll be more about that later as well. The Bible is considered scripture along with his book, Divine Principles. He says that sin is genetically based. It's not a moral issue. He says the thieves on the cross represent political movements. The thief on the right side of Jesus represents democracy, and the thief on the left side of Jesus is communism. They say that Adam and Eve fell because of sexual sin. They say that Eve had sexual relations with Satan. There are many strange sexual teachings and practices and beliefs that Moon has. We're not going to get into those. If you are interested in following any one of these uh, things up, I will have links in the show notes page. They say that Jesus is a true person quote-unquote, but he's not God in the flesh. The Holy Spirit is the true mother, or the second Eve, which, of course, as I said, is um, Sun Myung Moon's wife, Mrs. Moon. 
And of course, the church denies the doctrine of the Trinity. So there's a lot there that deviates greatly from historic biblical Christianity. They say that people determine their own future place in the spirit world after death through what they do here on earth. Unlike what the Bible says. The Bible says that salvation is by grace, that not of yourselves, lest anyone should boast. It's a gift. That's it. Not by what we do do we determine where we're going to spend eternity. Very, very important. Moon has well over, my notes here say 300, but I saw a list today that was probably closer to 1,000 fronts. Many of them are financial institutions all over the world, including publishers, jewelers, and clothing stores. You ever hear the Washington Times? Moon owns the Washington Times. He has spent time in a U.S. prison for tax evasion. He claims to receive revelations from God. He's been involved in seances and other occult practices like clairvoyance and trances, etc. The Bible says stay away from that occultic stuff. The Bible says that God hates that. He uses a, an anti-communism stance and many legitimate businesses that is owned by the church or that are owned by the church and many philanthropic endeavors all over the world to garner support and influence for his one world religious system. He donates millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of dollars to politicians even here in the United States, to buy influence. And it works. Through his political social outreaches, he has deceived a great many people into believing in his self-exalting and self-serving theology. Listen to this. I'm going to read you some excerpts from a newspaper article dated November 19, 2006. Um, from the Chicago Tribune. And I'll have links to the entire news article on the show notes page as well. But listen, Dateline Chicago. Central United Community Church stands on Chicago's south side as a storefront sanctuary, serving the needy and spiritually hungry who pass through its doors. The modest church has worn wooden pews and a fiery pastor preaching from a pulpit. But missing is Christianity's most powerful symbol, the cross. The Reverend Joseph McAfee took down the cross and buried it, inspired by the teachings of the Reverend Sun Myung Moon, the controversial Korean spiritual leader. If you stop at the cross, you're just preaching pain, said McAfee who keeps an autographed picture of the Unification Church founder in his office. The cross may be a symbol of pain to McAfee, but its removal from his church is emblematic of something more, a growing and potent alliance between Moon and black religious leaders across the country. The unlikely partnership 
known as the American Clergy Leadership Conference, or ACLC, represents the, the latest chapter in Moon's remarkable evolution from convicted felon and alleged cult leader to influential religious and political figure with ties to Jerry Falwell and former President George H.W. Bush. Nationwide, organizers say, thousands of pastors attend monthly prayer breakfasts where they raise Moon and his wife as Father and Mother Moon, where they praise Moon and his wife. Many have taken expense-paid overseas trips, and the expenses are paid by the Unification Church. And dozens of Chicago-area ministers, such as McAfee, either have taken down their crosses or participated in these ceremonies. Moon's outreach to largely Baptist and Pentecostal clergy thrives despite a doctrine that states he is the second coming of the Messiah and that Jesus Christ failed to complete the mission God sent him to do. He's saying a lot of things that draw people in. He talks about, um, this is me talking now, I'm not reading. He talks about um, conservative values. He talks about building the family. He talks about purity of living and things like that. And, and, it, and it causes these people to just flock around him. Reading again, Moon's un- unorthodox theology is spelled out in the sacred text of the, of the Unification Church, the divine principle. As Moon interprets the Bible, Jesus failed to complete God's mission for him to marry and to create perfect children. Supposedly that was what, he was, what Jesus was supposed to do when he got here. Mary, create perfect children. Jesus was not about that. There's a follow-up article that I'm going to put uh, notes to as well, or put a link to in the show notes. I've got a link on the show notes page to his front groups. And there's a very, I almost want to say disturbing video showing Sun Myung Moon crowned, get this, as King of Peace at the United States Senate building. Politicians of every stripe were there. Religious leaders from nearly every religious group were there. And at the end of the ceremony, they crowned him as King of Peace. In the United States Capitol building. Disturbing. On an official website at unification.net. The in the facts section, the moderator of the website said, in response to a question from some someone, said the Reverend Moon instructed us to take down the Unification Church sign and put up the sign of the Family Federation for World Peace. You may not have heard much lately about the Unification Church, and that's because they've changed their name. Oh, it may still be used in some areas. But they know that the name has a certain negative connotations now. And so they, they have all kinds of different names. 
but they're still there. And as a matter of fact, their influence seems to be growing. I hadn't been watching this group for a long time. Hadn't heard too much about them. I thought maybe they were kind of uh, taking a back seat. If not shrinking, I didn't think that they were nearly as active as they were 10, 15 years ago. But I was wrong. You really should do some searching on the internet for the Unification Church. And you can start with the show notes page where, I'll, like I said, I'm going to have several links. So that's just an overview. Um, it really is a disturbing group. It truly is, especially in light of end times prophecies where it talks about in the end times, many would fall away. In other words, there would be people that would be leaving the church, the orthodox, Christian, historic, Bible-believing church. People would forsake that and follow false prophets. Sun Myung Moon is such a prophet. He's a false prophet. He's a false messiah. He claims to be the messiah. If you're interested, you do owe it to yourself to research this one. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Hi, I'm Daniel Raymond. Just catching a little bit of relaxation between sets here at the Cafe Virtual. The Cafe Virtual, as you know, exists everywhere in the universe all at the same time. That means on open mic nights, developing talent from around the world can appear here with no trouble at all. This is, of course, utterly impossible. So if you haven't done anything impossible this week, go stop by. All you need to know is at www.cafevirtual with an e dot blogspot dot com. See you here. <laughs> Listen to this one. In the classroom setting of one Peanuts comic strip, on the first day of the new school year, the students were told to write an essay about returning to class. In her essay, Lucy wrote. Vacations are nice, but it's good to get back to school. There's nothing more satisfying or challenging than education, and I look forward to a year of expanding knowledge. <laughs> Needless to say, the teacher was pleased with Lucy and complimented her fine essay. In the final frame, Lucy leans over and whispers to Charlie Brown, After a while, you learn what sells. The temptation to say what sells or what others want to hear, whether it's true or not, is always with us. Snow is flat, man is cold, it's in the air everywhere I go. It's a crazy time of the year. Man is Christmas. Family's coming from out of town. Mama's cooking, so look out now. It's the best time of the year. Man, it's Christmas. Presents mangers and mistletoe. Stocking trees and lights that glow Turkey dressing and all that stuff I know for sure I'm gonna eat too much Married Jesus and three wise men Joseph Angels at Bethlehem Come on, let's celebrate Man, it's Christmas Once 
celebrate Man, it's Christmas Tried to close this show three times now. All right, that music was Jimmy Bratcher with Man It's Christmas. That's good stuff. Derek K. Miller uh, provided the background music. The name of the music was Clouds or Smoke. Of course, the first song was the Joel Lightman Band with Step It Up. You'll find links to all the music at the show notes page at lifespringpodcast.com. Remember, you can email me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com. You can call in a recorded message at 206-350-CALL. There's not a live person there. It's just a computer you're talking to. But it will get the message to me, and then I can put it on the show if it's good. You don't even have to be complimentary to me. You can say whatever you want within reason. And if it's uh, of note, I'll put it on the show. Hey, I'm a big guy. I'm a big boy. I can take it. <laughs> I got to say, though, um, you guys, when you write, you are just so sweet and you are so nice. And I really appreciate it. I do read all the email that comes in. And, of course, I listen to all the calls that come in. And I appreciate them. You guys are good people. I'm proud that you're in the audience. I'm proud in a good way. Okay? <laughs> Not in a prideful way that God hates. But I'm, I'm happy that you're there. Well, let's see. Skype. Uh, I haven't talked about Skype in a long time. Uh, Lifespring underscore podcast. You, that's how you can get a hold of me on Skype. If you know how to say Merry Christmas, if you know how to say Merry Christmas in a language other than English, send that to me. Would you record it and send it to me in any way that I just told you about in a way to contact me? Listen, I know that I've got listeners in Japan. I have not heard from you. Send in a Merry Christmas or however, however you say it. James in England says, Happy Christmas. He's the guy that I'm doing the Advent calendar show with. They say, Happy Christmas over there. Whatever, however you say it in your language, get it to me. I want to hear from China, too. Portugal, Belgium, Denmark. I know you're all listening. I know you're there. Come on. I've been having a great time doing the Advent calendar show. I hope you're listening to it. You know, the show's average about six minutes long, so... Some, more, some are more, some are less, but if you haven't been listening, they're short shows. It's easy to get caught up. I think you really enjoy them. We've talked about everything from, uh, let's see, holly and ivy and mistletoe to we've even talked about Santa Claus. We've talked about uh, Silent Night. Um, Carmen Tyler recorded uh, a fantastic version of Silent Night. Even if it's not your favorite song, you owe it to yourself to listen to that show. 
because it was a fantastic recording. We're going to start doing some more Ask Steve segments. So if you have a question that you want to ask me, send that in to me as well. Ask me anything you want. Could be a, a religious question. Could be a, 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 you know, a life question. Send it in to me. Ask Steve. And, you know, I, I had a special greeting at the beginning of the show for RP1 Jordan. If you have somebody that you want me to give a special greeting to, send that in too. And uh, we'll even do that. Birthdays, anniversaries. <laughs> I'll be happy to wish you or your friend or your loved one a happy birthday or a happy anniversary. Send it in. Listen, Jesus said, whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Jesus said, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, or your station in life. He asks you this, who do you say that I am? Life brings about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life today. I'm Steve Webb. God bless you. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast.